So one is called Nitlizeltras A, another one is called Yode, Yode Eltras A. That's the soft goods. And the soft goods have to do with like the things that you are using, the jewelry that you're using, the things that will make you kind of like beautiful. And so they're like little treasures, all right? So those are things that you might see as I'm going to obtain. I'm going to have that be part of me in my life. But today I'm going to talk about how in uh, the fourth world things were settled. And uh, there, there was a woman named White Shell Woman. And White Shell Woman, when she was growing up, they say that, that she grew up really fast and that and that at certain time she um, had the what we call kenalta, uh, the puberty ceremony, and it was time that she can bear children. And so that's what happened. And uh, really, the details of that occurrence of of how she was able to bear children, um, really, we don't know all the details, but. We know that there are twins that were born at that time. So she was called White Shell Woman. And when the twins came, it became that she was changing. Her body changed. And so that her name became Changing Woman. Okay. See, the younger one. And then when she began to change, she became into a young woman, a woman, and aqua changing woman, just like the season would change. So a lot of things that we learn of who we are actually is out there happening and around us, uh, nature. And so that's how we're able to identify that you are also changing. Um, so when the twins, uh, grew up and, uh, at the kind of in their teens years, they began to question, mom, we know who you are, but who's our dad? Who's our dad? That was a big question. And basically everybody kind of knew, but didn't know, uh, especially the mother. She says, um, I can't tell you. And so that became, the twins became very curious about who is our father. And, and so they went around asking various people, and nobody really would want to tell, except Grandma Spider Woman. Spider Woman lived in the earth, and when the twins came upon Spider Woman there, she was in, in the ground, and she made a decision to say, come on down, uh, little ones, sit down. I want to tell you something. And I, I want to answer your question of who your father is. But before you eat, I want you to taste the cornmeal, the, the yellow cornmeal, the blue cornmeal, the, the white and the, and the bluish blue, the turquoise and the bluish. And so there are four different... Um, Mush, I guess you might say, um, and so they did. They took it. They took the as a food item. So Grandma was very generous. She wanted to make sure everything was all all right before she shares information. And then even to the point where she gave feathers, 
Of course, that came because they were going to go on a journey because they wanted to know who their father was and also a reason to meet that father. And so that's that's a whole different story that, that I share, but I, I want to specifically zero in on the idea of clans. At the time, they didn't have clans, but I, as uh, changing women uh, came to, to, to the end of all the monsters being killed by the, by the twins, and at that time, uh, the sun barrier came to changing woman and said, I would like to live with you. I would like you to come to my home, and my home's way in the west uh, by the ocean. And it took a while, but she made a, a decision that that's kind of how I want to live. And then they made that journey over there, and sure enough, he had a he had a way big mansion and beautiful home. She stayed there. She enjoyed that home, but as time passed, she just felt homesick. Homesick meant the Navajos were in the east, and she was in the west. And she finally made took some messengers and sent them back to the east and said, I would like the Navajo folks to come and meet with me, the, the ne my family, my folks. And that's what happened. They took that journey. And the journey was a long journey. It was hard, but they made it. And Sanat uh, Leha was very, very happy. She was with them, I don't know how many days, but they it got her to the point where she was happy again. But it, it, all things came to kind of a, an end, meaning the Navajos had to go back to where they were living before. And Sanatleha was really sad. At that time, she says, I want to I wanna give you some gifts. And so one of the gifts is, is uh, protectors. And uh, before... She gave those protectors. She also wanted to give them a gift of what we call a cane, gish, gish. When I when English, is the, English is not exactly the. I would rather say fire poker, because that's gish. All right, uh, that's useful. Uh, other ones are useful too, but I I think they're talking more about the fire poker. Um, but she also said, you know, I really really love you. For that reason, it would be really nice to have sections of you identified by clans. And so using her body, she brought elements together. And from there, she says, this is the first. This is going to be the East. This is going to be the East clan. This is the original clan. And the East clan was called Kia'ani, or in English, uh, Towering House. Kiyaani was put into the uh, into the east direction, and the folks that kind of lived in the east direction they became Kiyaani. And then there another clan. She again she went to her body and she was able to bring the elements together. And then from there she says this clan will be the south clan, and they will be called Honagani clan. All right, I'll, I'll explain more detail about each of those names. <clears throat> and then to the to the west, she says, I'll, I, I want to create another clan. And, and again, it came from 
different parts of her body and made the third clan. And that was, their names were Twadichitni or Bitterwater clan. And then the fourth one, same idea, is getting the sweat, getting the parts of the body from her and then created the fourth clan, which would be Hashlishni. Uh, Hashlishni became a clan. And these are the four four original clans, so representing the four directions. Now going back to the, the first one, Kia'ani. Ken refers to like a house or a home, you know, like it's square and, and that Kia'ani. But it's towering, it might be stacked up on top of one another. So that, that, that became the clan. And each clan had characteristics. They kind of like talents or skills. And the Kia'ani clan were known as leaders. It was almost like a natural thing that they would do uh, being a leader. Sometimes as, as, as the stories go on and on, some people say, you're kind of acting like the Vilaganas, you know. Uh, they, they, they always want to take charge, you know. So Kinyaani then that could, you know, easily take that and run with it, meaning they, they, they could act like a leader all the time. But, that, but we needed everybody to be a leader. If you're, if you're part of that clan, you would almost feel like you're part of the genes is in you. Um, the South clan, Honoani, the story goes that, that there was a, a, a stranger that came to the Hogan. And uh, the um were, were named because of things, the gifts that the stranger brought. The gift of the Honoghani is the ability to heal. Now there are many parts to healing. Somebody could be the, a person that prays for somebody. A person could do ceremony. A, could, a person could be an herbalist. A cur, a per, another person could be a, a diagnose your condition. If you're describing to a person that had the skill, they would, they would through two various instruments, they could say, you have this ailment. I can't help you, but you, can, you need to go find a medicine man or a person that prays uh, to, to do this. So anybody that's a Honagahni, tied to the Honagahni clan, you have these gifts within you, the ability to develop um, healing. And, and even a father would, even though he might not be a medicine man, he could, through his voice, through his prayers, he could be an instant uh, healer in that way, not being a full, full-fledged hatrasi. Um, and then over here, Torichini is like, Torichini is, uh, even though it's called bitter water, they had the gift of always a fixer, kind of like the jack of all trades, meaning if there was something going on and it's, it's broken or something that doesn't work anymore, a Torichini would say, Let me think about that. I, I think I can fix that. And so, Within themselves, they could always fix things. You know, one story goes that when, when the when they were his family was traveling in a vehicle and and the, the vehicle stopped with 
with nobody knew how to fix it. Tuatichini steps out, walks out, gets to the hood, puts the hood up, looks inside, and he says, "Quet ella, di quet di 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 di." This fan belt is broken. And then he says, But I think I can, I think I know how to fix it, you know. And, and he says, Does anybody, does any of the ladies have any pantyhose, you know? And then he, he was able to pull that around and make it look like a, a fan belt, and they were able to move on. All right. So stuff like that. He, uh, uh, you would have the skill to solve problems, right? Very good. Uh, the other idea of a Tuatichitni would be he's a storyteller. He knows the histories. He knows the things that have happened in the past. He's, he, he can tell you the story. And even as a teacher, can teach those ideas. So maybe Tuatichitni would be a good teacher, all right? Historian also. The fourth clan, which is the Khashlishni, the characteristics that Khashlishni has is they have eyes that can see differently than everybody else. Meaning, if that, if that uh, clan is Khashlishni, most people, when they look at the word Khashlish or knows what that is, mud, the mud people, most people would say, oh, it's mud. Don't want it on my feet. Don't want it here. Don't you know? They they really don't want to have anything to do with mud. But because the Khashlishni clan has its own way of looking at things, they will figure out. We can make something out of that mud. Nice bowl. Nice cup. Nice decoration of this and that. You know. And so what it what. What Hashlishnis are known by are they're creative, they're artists, there are people that love to decorate. <laughs> Maybe their home is so beautiful, you know, uh, because the way they love to see things in the home. When they look at things, they see it as it's very useful. It's You can make it so it becomes out beautiful. So these are ways you can see that... Uh, I talk to you about this because I, I believe that that uh, this is tied to who you are. All right, and you might say to yourself, "Well, I'm 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 just a look at and that." Well, if you're look at and that, you're tied to the Hashlishni people, or and several other clans that that's part of that. And one of those characteristics is you might be an artist. You ought to dabble. You ought to scribble and figure this out. You know, come to find out. They can. They can do stuff like that. And so it becomes parts of your identity. I believe this is one way to uh, figure out who you, your self-esteem, the ability to always be feeling good about yourself. If you can figure out what you love, what you love to do, what kind of talents or skills you have. And then from there, you can just branch out. You can grow. You can develop yourself. And your identity can be, you know, how Navajos, when they when somebody does one thing over and over and over, and they, that's really what they love, they give you a name. They give you a name, you know. Um, they they come up with somebody that's, uh, he's, he's really good at making saddles, loves the artwork on it and everything. 
so that you might be well known for that. And people can ask you, if, can you make me a horse saddle for my horse? You know, and that's how that would work. So I think identity through the clan system is really good. There's other clans that have different characteristics also. I don't. I, I know of a lady that that can really share information on that. Um, and uh, I, I'm hoping that she'll make a book out of it someday, and maybe be interviewed on Hojo Speaks someday. It'd be really cool to revisit the clan, a bit through her eyes, yeah, through the way she does things. So I wanted to share this with you. It, it is a beautiful concept. It is something that you can claim that you have your mother's clan is your main base clan. Your father is also there. Uh, but your mother is the one that you always say, you share as number one. This is, this is who I am. My father is this. And my grandpa on my mother's side is this. And then my uh, my grandpa on my father's side, So those four are kind of like the main clans that you should share. And that's called, that's called relations. That's called family. That's how we are tied that, 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 that we can always feel like we're, we're part of each other. I speaks all kinds of ways to, to share information from this broadcast. Thank you. This podcast is supported by the Nenejone Incorporated.